found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, here we are. It is a Thursday edition of Tidbits, the 23rd day of March. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, Dale. A little rain. A little bit. A little rain. Looks like that'll be the case, at least for the next few days. Seems like there was quite a bit of standing water on my way in. I don't know how much we've picked up, but uh, plenty, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, no doubt. And it looks like we've got the possibility of rain at least through Saturday into maybe Saturday night. Cool. And then sunshine Sunday, mm. if it holds true, a high then of 53. So All right, then. We'll see if we can get through this and move along. There's nothing to see here. <laughs> Yes. Now, do you uh, uh, TikTok? Are you into that at all? Or? I tried. Okay. Like, I really tried. But uh, not your cup of tea, really? I don't know. I just could never really get into it okay. like everyone else. Well, the uh, latest fake news on TikTok is that you can refill your bucket of KFC chicken. <laughs> People are going to KFC now and filming their results. Okay. One TikTok video shows someone going to KFC and asking for a refill. The video then brings up a screenshot of KFC's supposed refill policy, <laughs> which claims that during the 60 minutes after purchase, KFC customers are entitled to a refill. The server then reluctantly agrees and fills the bucket with eight more pieces of crispy chicken. KFC has since made a public statement to confirm that it is a hoax (laughs) and to discourage fans from Uh, going to their local KFC to try it out. I love that the title of this article is KFC is begging you to stop believing the free chicken. (laughs) It's like we're losing so much money. (laughs) KFC tweeted, the bad news is the free bucket refill rumor is a lie. The good news, we have a special offer for $10 buckets in our app. <laughs> so, and again, I, you know, people will fall for anything. I was pleasantly surprised yesterday. Okay. I went to one of our local eateries, mm-hmm. fast food, drive up. Sure. This is the place that uh, always had my favorite chicken. Okay. I know where you're at. Yeah. I know where you're at. And I placed my order for a four-piece chicken dinner. Yes. And uh, was told. Now, I almost felt like it was a prank. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> it was came out of nowhere. Yeah. Today, if, if they said, yeah. you buy one dinner, you get one free. No. I'm not kidding you. Really? Wow. So I ended up with two. What a spectacular... Discovery. I uh, wasn't expecting that. Right. Nice. I never heard of such a thing. Well, there you go. So, needless to say, I've got a little extra chicken for later. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. So, that was a pleasant surprise. And I, you know, I didn't, I don't know, what do you call it? Tweet it. (laughs) (laughs) TikTok, you didn't didn't make a reel and talk about this on on your gram? 
course, if you know if I would, you know if I were involved in that, you know, Matthew, I'd have tens of thousands of followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they would uh, they would be there trying to get there, buy one get one. You know, it's it's I I make I make quality content on Instagram, quality. <laughs> All right, quality content. Maddie underscore Paul, go find me. Okay, quality content on Instagram, and um. I've only got 300 and some. Okay. So. All right. By the way. Yes. We received a text. Had an inch of rain in the gauge this morning at the South Patch. Okay. That's from my buddy Rick. All right. So. Rick, thanks, man. An inch there at his South Patch. So an inch. That's quite a bit of rain. Yeah. We got plenty more on the way. Yeah, we do. This says that Americans are being attacked by more than 376 million Scamming text messages per day. Yeah, yeah. Which poses Netflix, Amazon, and banks to steal your money or voices. These fake messages claim users' accounts are frozen or credit cards are expired, prompting them to click a link that asks for personal, personal information. Just recently, I told you, I came in the, in the studio, yes. and I'm like... Oh, Amazon just texted me and that I have a problem with my my package. I better click this link. No. Do they think we're ignorant? Me, for instance, I don't even... What do you send me that for? I don't use that. You know? Right. Do I suddenly pay... Oh, oh, I didn't realize I had that. I don't know. But evidently, there's 376 million scamming text messages daily. There are also dangerous communications with the user's name, which offers a job opportunity, but they must call a number at a specific time. Oh. <laughs> we, we have a job for you if you call at 12.03. <laughs> now, it says if you get a text message you weren't expecting, and it's asking you to give some personal info, information or financial info, don't click on any links. Legitimate companies won't ask for information about your account by text. If you think the message might be real, contact the company using a phone number or website you know is real, not the information in that text message. Netflix released a statement about such schemes that urgently claim your account's on hold. Yeah. Stating that uh, there is an issue with the current billing information. Yes. So be aware, folks, that uh, that's going on out there. I just don't get that. I mean, I get some stuff. I get calls. Might come from a a familiar area code. I figure if it's important and I'm getting a call, yes, they're going to leave a message. If you know, if they're not leaving a message, it must not be that big a deal. See, I I have um, on my phone for some reason. My voicemail does not work. I okay. can't. I, oh. I can't. I get it to oh, set up no. at all, and I just haven't taken the time to go to my carrier and say, "Hey, fix this." But I mean, it won't. It won't set up. So I don't. I don't have voicemail. Okay. But in a way, it's not been a bad thing. Yeah, that's to true. Not have voicemail. But you know, if it's important, and my phone also will identify what it perceives possible scam. Oh, same. Yeah. Yeah. But these but a are lot not of times, ringing scams. Stuff, stuff still gets through. Yeah. And the thing that that is annoying is, like you said, that it'll pop up a 574 area code. Yeah, it looks familiar. It looks like, okay. But again, I'm not answering it. 
because, you know, if it's someone I know, it's going to say, Maddie, little Maddie. Your, your identifier is little Maddie. <laughs> so then I'll know it's little I'm Maddie. I'll tell you what you're in my phone ask. Okay. <laughs> And then I'll, you know, answer it if I feel like it. If you feel like yeah. it. Most of the time you ignore right. me. <laughs> so be aware, folks. Uh, don't don't be scammed. All right. It's 633. We'll uh, squeeze in a break. And then when we come back, bad news. You know, again, another reason to stay out of Florida. <laughs> they, <sighs> they have a, a brand new home of a new mosquito species. Oh, perfect. All right, so perfect. something else to deal with in the state of Florida. We'll do that when we come back. This is Tidbits. It's 636. It's a Thursday edition of Tidbits. I was just outside, Matt. Yeah. No stars. No stars to count. Light rain. No stars, light rain. Fantastic. There's a new bug, the Colix lactator mosquito. No, that's lactator. Oh, lactator. Lactator. Is that really? Yeah, lactator. Lactator. The Culex lactator mosquito. (laughs) What did I call it? Lactator. See, now that sounds better. It sounds kind of prehistoric. The Culex lactator. No, it's a, so it's a lactator mosquito. <laughs> lactator. <laughs> Has made a permanent home in at least three Florida counties. Oh, perfect. The study said this species was first discovered in Miami-Dade County 2018. In the last five years, thriving populations have been recorded in Miami-Dade, Collier, and Lee counties. However, researchers said the Colix lactator may have also spread elsewhere. I would say it more than likely has spread elsewhere in Florida, right? What do you think? Scientists say they're concerned. There hasn't been enough research on the species and their potential disease risk to humans. More studies need to be done on the Culex or Colex lactator mosquito which is normally found in Central America and Northern South America. Oh. So why on why do we keep <clears throat> Now it's got yeah. the the very long legs, the the long-legged butt-beaked mosquito there. <laughs> butt-beaked mosquito. <laughs> it's the long-legged butt-beaked. So if you happen to see that and want le- it immediately and the lectator <laughs> Why is it called a lactator? Like, what does that mean? What are you up to? I did, I, What's I, this I mosquito up to? I don't know. That, I don't know. But how are we getting that? Well, we're a, we're a transient society. We like to go from one place to the other. We like to travel. We like to go to different, you know, yeah. locales. This says there are more than 3,600 types of mosquitoes across the world. How about that? As many as 17 non-native mosquito species are established in Florida. You know what's cool is right now it's spring break for some school systems. Yeah. Next week is Logansport. Yeah. But a lot of people, a lot of people heading to Florida. So bring it back, man. Bring it back to Indiana. Are they bringing back the Lactator mosquito? <laughs> 
I don't know. Maybe they will. Maybe we'll uh, we'll see the the Culex, the Rolex, <laughs> lactator mosquito in a neighborhood near you. Are no. they big? Are they well? I did. It's hard to say. Though we have a picture. You know, of it, here locally, if you see a mosquito and it's exceptionally large, yeah, that generally would be the female, right? And she's not going to suck your blood. No, she's just no, yeah, no. Because they are the larger. They're the larger, yeah. yeah. The males are the smaller yeah. blood suckers. See, at least we know that. Now, we have this <sighs> locally. Yeah. Because uh, you talked about it on Talk of the Town. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This uh, plumber big deal. on TikTok, he shared his reminder of why baby wipes and other hygiene products, hygiene products, being <laughs> ladies belong in the garage in the garbage and not the toilet even if they're marked flushable that's the thing there is not and that's what so i talked to greg toth about this from yep. logan sport utilities and on their social media they posted pictures of what they dig out from their pipes yeah um from people flushing yeah wipes and that sort of thing and it's number one it's insanely disgusting yeah but all they do is they pull it out and they put it in bags and they ship it out yeah. to the landfill. So it's going to the landfill one way or the other. But there's not been a truly biodegradable flushable wipe. Yeah. Or at least the the problem is is that these flushable wipes probably do degrade given enough time. All right. Right. But the problem is is in a place like ours, the time it takes from when you flush to when it works through the system, gets filtered, and then back into the supply, mm-hmm. that time is not long enough. Okay. So you're getting wrinkles just listening, I've learned a lot listening to, to Greg. Greg. Yeah, I've learned a lot. So anyway, don't do that locally. He uh, showed us some stuff almost immediately as he took the drain fitting off. Sewage water comes rushing out of the pipe. And you know how lovely that is. Yes. Followed by the obvious source of the clog, a collection of flushable wipes that were clearly not so flushable. Some TikTokers question why companies are allowed to market these wipes as flushable. Good question. Because, like I said, technically they probably do degrade, yeah. but just not in the time that most most water systems have right. to have them degrade. And this is, you know, we're not the only place this is going on. It's all right. over the country. So, like toilet paper, yeah. it, it pretty much it dissolves, you know, almost instantly. Yeah, you know, like in a matter of minutes, almost. Will it? Now, even if you talk to some plumbers of uh, folks that uh, have a rural setting, and they use uh, the septic tank. Yeah. Now, again, some septic systems may be a little weary. And you'll have to watch what type of toilet paper you do use because it will affect yeah. your septic system. But, you know, there's always, it's always something. You know, I learned you're supposed to have that cleaned out like every five years. Yeah. Something like that. And I remember, I, I, it just, I knew some, a uh, couple of guys that were living in a trailer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, that you know, I, you're supposed to have your own separate systems for each facility. Yeah, but this trailer I think was also hooked to the main house as far as the water and so forth. Yeah, and septic. Yeah, 
and they had this issue of it backing up. No. And, you know, and it happened quite often. Yeah. And then at the worst deal was, you know, it was pretty nasty seeing it come sure. up through the sink or the shower. Yeah. But the worst is when it's all over the, the floor, at least three or four inches high. No. Throughout the entire facility. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's bad. It's terrible. That's bad. <clears throat> Man. That's bad. They had a couple of dogs living in there, you know, and it's like, you got to get them guys out of here. That's right. just too much to endure. Well, the whole thing you is know, too you much get for out of here. Get just, out. Yeah. Ugh. Speaking of which, here are things you should never put down your drain. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Number one, bones. Specifically from poultry, beef, pork, and lamb. They're not safe to toss down your sink. Bones are much too dense and hard for garbage disposals to properly chew up. However, (laughs) if you're cleaning fish, it's perfectly fine to toss the small bones down that sink. So fish are fine. Yeah. Fish are friends. Tiny bones break down easily and they'll not cause a problem. There you go. Now, again, this is if you have a disposal. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Fibrous foods, celery, corn, asparagus, they wreck your sink. Really? Yeah. The strings get caught around your garbage disposal's blades. And if you frequently put fibrous foods down your sink, those strands will cause what can only be described as a food hairball. So be advised of that. A food hairball. Mm. Yeah. Coffee grounds. When thrown down the sink, coffee grounds can cause a buildup in your pipes. Even if you don't compost. Coffee grounds are a natural deterrent to a lot of garden pests. Just sprinkle them around your garden to prevent unwanted bugs and critters. There you go. Don't send it down the sink. Eggshells. Okay. I've seen on more than one occasion people I know that have a garbage disposal shoving eggshells down it. Most people agree that eggshells are harmful to sinks because... The shell's membrane can cause an adhesive effect oh. and bond to the blades of the garbage disposal. So we're, are we talking mainly if you have a garbage disposal that this is well, stuff that well, you... Well, yeah. Okay. You're not, <laughs> I got this uh, <laughs> this bone left from well, the no, T-bone. I just, I just, <laughs> I just I, I have it down my okay. sink. You got to wonder if that's not how some people are. It's just a magic black hole that, you know... For a while. I have these eggshells just <laughs> crunch them up. Rinse them out. There they go. They're magically gone. For a while, some heads of this facility mm. were putting material down the... Now, this sink had a garbage disposal, but it was never used that side. <laughs> it was never used because it, it, there was already an issue with it. Sure. Those yahoos were putting material oh, yeah. down oh, the... Oh, yeah. Like, all the time. It was just all the time. And I don't know why. Yeah. And it's just sickening, you know. <laughs> and it was. It was two. <laughs> two people in particular. Two people in particular, not here anymore. Long gone. But, um, yeah. They... <laughs> it... uh... Produce stickers. If you don't do so already, you should take those stickers off before you wash your fruit so they don't slide down your drain. You wouldn't think they'd cause much harm, but actually, they aren't water-soluble. And they'll just build up in your drain and stick to your pipes. There you go. All right. 
you'd have to be cleaning a whole lot of fruit to create an issue there. I would think so, yeah. yeah. But still. Flour. Now, you wouldn't think flour would be a big deal. Sure. Think about how flour gets when you mix it with uh, water or milk. Oh, it turns into a paste. It'll instantly start to clog your pipes and even cause your garbage disposal to get stuck. Yeah. So don't do that. Did you have a disposal in your house? No. We didn't either. We had dogs. <laughs> you know, we never never did. Yeah, we didn't either. I mean, you know, I've never had a dishwasher. I've never... Is it... Now, uh, <laughs> when I got out of the house, things changed. Oh, yeah. Suddenly, course. you know, you've got a riding mower, a nice one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've got, you know, suddenly... A nicer kitchen. Oh my! Look at that. It was the it was same, you know, exact yeah. same. As soon as I moved out, the <laughs> the fire, the stack of firewood got right out the back door. There was a brand new um, <laughs> snowblower purchase. Yeah, you yeah. know all that. Yeah, as soon as I moved out, well, was, all the modern conveniences are suddenly. Hey, oh, well, they're we needed. Can, we can afford this now. <laughs> <laughs> we got rid of worthless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same raw, thing. Raw meat and trimmings. All that fatty buildup can congeal or congeal and clog your drain pipes for a mess you don't even want to think about. Mm. Potato peels. I've seen this quite often. So what can you put down your garbage system? Well, you shouldn't really think about it. (laughs) Think about your poor ear and what you're supposed to put in your ear. Nothing smaller than your elbow. Right. So does anything really belong? sharper than your elbow. Is that what it is? Sharper? Sharper. I always thought, see, I always thought it said nothing larger or smaller than your elbow. Oh. You can't even get it in there. That's true. So you can't do anything. (laughs) Prank you. So what are you supposed to put down? Well. Is it just there for show? Are you allowed to do anything with it? It's part of, you know, when you're looking at a new house to buy. Hey, this has a garbage disposal. (laughs) 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 Potato peels seem innocent, but they can cause some serious problems if you try to get rid of them down the garbage disposal. It only takes a few to clog a drain, and since they're so full of starch, they have a tendency to clump together and can congeal into something almost like a paste. Pits, seeds, and kernels? No. Any part of a pumpkin? Mm-mm. <laughs> So again, are you? What are you? What are you doing? Pasta with, rice? No. no. <laughs> milk and milk products? No. no. <laughs> Even pasta water. All right, hold on. Going back to milk. Okay. Pouring out milk can have a huge environmental impact. So much so that businesses <laughs> in the UK can be fined for doing exactly that. Wow. The problem is that the process of breaking milk down. Uses a lot of oxygen. When that oxygen is used up, the process that leaves less for the living things to rely on. And milk in large enough quantities can suffocate and hurt your system in large You know, when I was hearing that story, all I could see was a suffering fish. He's gasping for yes. air, a fish. <laughs> pasta water. Pasta water. So, what are you supposed to do with your pasta water? I've never thought about that at all. I'm same. Says draining your pasta over the sink it isn't going to do any damage to your pipes. It's also called liquid gold by many chefs. The water you've just used to boil your pasta is filled with tons of starch that can be used to thicken the sauce you're serving with your pasta. 
the starchy water acts like an emulsifier, binding together, and uh, water and oil and sauce. If you incorporate just a, say, a few tablespoons of the liquid gold in your sauce, you're talking like a cup at most. You'll end up with a silky, restaurant-worthy sauce that won't leave a watery puddle on the outside of your plate. It says, save the pasta water in an ice cube tray and use it as a thickening agent for soups, stews, gravy, and future sauces. So, there you are. (laughs) Your entire freezer is committed to this. Yes. No room for anything else. No, no. But your ice cube tray is full of pasta water. And that way, when you go to pour yourself a whiskey over rocks, <laughs> boy, <laughs> enjoy that with pasta ice cubes. So really, if you look at that, Matt, what would be something? Again, that... I, I, that's what I'm wondering. I mean, you can put, apparently, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what you're allowed to put in your garbage disposal. I wouldn't think you'd want to put anything of real substance substantial size in there but it almost seems like no matter what it's gonna congeal and form into a dough-like paste and clog your pipes what's the rules to using your don't you let the water run for a that's longer what i thought period? Yeah. you know i mean yeah. and wouldn't that help just kind of get that flush yeah, so it's not is that environmentally like saying well, i guess you just if you live in the country which i did as a <laughs> child okay most of that stuff you just dump outdoors. Yeah, okay? yeah, for sure. And it's, you just got rid of it. I, you know, I, we didn't have, you know, your coffee grounds. You never thought about putting them down. You know. Now I've had a few times <laughs> where I'm making my coffee, and perhaps I get the shakes, and some of the grounds may fall out over sure. the sink. Yeah. And then I panic. Yeah. Because I don't want that issue. Someone just said you can put water. You can put water. <laughs> That's down it. Down. There you go. About it. And you can make a lot of noise. <laughs> Are you talking like minuscule scrapings of your plate leftovers? Maybe. But it said, but like, But your dishwasher says you can just put all that right in there like I know, that. But, it, but it said, okay, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Just, uh, I don't know. Use them with caution. I'm just imagining, you know, like when you eat pork chops and you have like part of the bone left and you have some of the fat that's, yeah, yeah. that's on the outside, yeah. you know, that's off limits. You can't mm, put that that's down That's true. There. Yeah. Don't put that down there. Right. And don't give those uh, chicken bones to the, the dog. He'll choke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you always, always heard that. Yeah, so. Don't give that to him. He's got to choke. <laughs> so there you go, Matt. Some tidbits on this thursday one day to go yes and uh, we'll call it a week all right see you tomorrow all right see you buddy this has been tidbits with dale Lau and matthew paul we appreciate you listening and we ask that you consider subscribing leave a comment leave a like and thanks for stopping by we'll talk to you again next time on tidbits